Welcome to the Simpler Business Podcast, where we talk about ways to do what you love and serve your people in a way that brings you income and freedom. I'm your host, Marissa Roberts. Join me as I chat with my favorite entrepreneurs about how they simplify their biz so that you can simplify yours. I thought it might be nice just to have a cozy little catch up today. Just a nice little, here's what's been happening lately. Give you a peek behind the scenes of what's going on at the Simpler Business Podcast and what's been happening in general at the moment. So this episode's going to be a bit of a rambly chat. If you like the rambly chats, I highly recommend going back and listening to the ones in November where I talked about taking a break from my business. I went internet free and laptop free for two weeks while I went on a cruise. It was amazing. And yeah, sometimes I just like to have less of a structured learning episode and more of just a little catch up. So I thought we'd do that this week. I've had some fun stuff on my radar lately. I finally got my act together and hired my first VA and I picked an amazing one. So Kate, if you are listening to this, you are amazing. Thank you. I am so glad that you are in my life. (laughs) Kate is from Executive Edge. I'll put a link in the show notes for her business. She is fantastic. She's taking care of my social media content repurposing, which is super ironic because I actually do repurposing for some private clients. But you know that thing where you do the work for everybody else and then you prioritize your own business last? I do that too. We are all guilty of it. How many mechanics drive a bomb? How many hairdressers don't do their hair until everybody else's hair is taken care of? (laughs) And it's a little bit like that with my social media too. I have found a number of hacks over the years that have helped me be more consistent with my content creation. But honestly, I've also been giving people the advice to outsource it for years and years and years, but I've dragged my feet on that. And Kate is amazing. She just has this knack for picking up things and doing them and making them nice and simple and getting things done. And yes, I already am addicted to her and don't want to let her go. So that's been happening. So if you're seeing reels pop up on a more regular basis and posts on my Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram, that is Kate. Feel free to say hello to her in any of the comments. So that's been happening. In other news, I had a photo shoot today. You might remember the episode right at the start of the podcast. I did an episode with Trish Evans on simplifying photo shoots or photography sessions. Trish is amazing. So I remember meeting Trish a few years ago. And she was shooting at a workshop. I was at a workshop at the Lawn Rose Farm, where which is owned by my beautiful friend, Denise Duffield-Thomas. And Amanda O'Brien, the artist, was running a watercolor workshop. And I met Trish there. She was taking photos for the word watercolor workshop. And incidentally, Denise and Amanda have done episodes on the podcast too. So I'll link them so you can have a listen to everybody's podcast episodes. They all have really good insights on simplifying something in their business. Anyway, so I met Trish at this workshop. She was taking photos and we got talking and she was telling me about how she does these photo shoots. And I was talking to her about the fact that I had never had professional photos done. This was back in, I think, 2019, maybe 2020. I can't remember, but it was a few years ago. And I was talking about how I'd love to have professional photos taken, but the the concept of doing it was overwhelming to me. I didn't want to have to find a shoot location. I didn't want to have to go and find a hair and makeup artist. I didn't want to have to go and hire a photographer who was available for the whole day. I felt overwhelmed at the idea of having a whole day shoot. I didn't want to clean my house and have the, have a photo 
session there. It was ju- it was just too much. And Trish says to me something along the lines of, well, I do photo shoot sessions where I book a beautiful Airbnb and people come in for half hour or one hour slots and have a certain amount of images taken in their time frame and then they're done. So it's a walk in, a walk out. We have a hair and makeup artist on site. And if you want hair and makeup done, you can have that too. It was the simplest and easiest version of a photo shoot that I have ever, ever encountered. And so I booked in straight away and I loved it. And since then, we have now had four sessions together um, and I, I could not be more in love with the process, the simplification of it and the results with my photos. So in the next couple of months, you'll see some new photos coming out and they are all the magic of Trish. So thank you, Trish, for that. Um, And I also got my hair and makeup done for this one. Kylie Edwards is amazing. She's a local hair and makeup artist we met today and I looked so glam. I had to go to lunch after the photo shoot because I just could not go straight home afterwards. You know, when you look really nice, And you think, I can't waste this hair. I can't waste this makeup. I should have come home and filmed some videos. That's what I should have done. But I was just in the mood to be a glam person for the day. So I went out to lunch with my lovely friend, Susan, who I'm hoping to have on the podcast soon. She's a profit first specialist and she helps entrepreneurs and business owners um, build positive and profitable cash flow for the business. So she's amazing. So I'll get her on the show soon. Anyway, we went out to a lovely lunch. We both looked amazing, very glam. It was a very very lovely day today. And I think the feel-good factor of today, the feel-good factor of today is probably why I'm so keen to have a cozy chat with you for the podcast episode because I just feel like when things feel good, that's when things flow. Do you ever feel like that? When you're working on something that you're naturally good at, something that you really enjoy, the work doesn't seem hard. The time flies. You have no problem focusing and getting things done because you are truly enjoying the process and you're not just slogging at it and ticking it off your list. So yeah, today was a really feel good day. Really was really a feel good day. (laughs) Anyway, it got me thinking about my calendar and how I schedule things and some of the boundaries that I've set up over the past few years to enable me to have the freedom to have fun days like today. So today for me wasn't about, okay, I've got to get a photo shoot done. That's going to be done in an hour and then I've got to go and finish all the rest of my work. Today for me was more about let's clear the day so that the photo shoot is the work part of the day and the rest of the day is enjoyable. We always have so many things on our to-do list and I'm the same. There's always something else that can be done in my business and there's always plenty of stuff for me to do for private clients or for course students. There's always something and I think that we all have that in common, whether it be at work or in life, in running your household, in caring for your family and friends, there's always going to be something extra that you can do. You could work 24-7 and still think of something else that could be done. But what kind of life is that? What kind of business is that? There's no freedom. And I think without freedom, without downtime, without free space in our calendar, but also in our life and in our mind, we never have the opportunity to truly rest and recharge and get into that creative flow again. 
You know that feeling when you have a shower <laughs> and you get all your best ideas and you think, I wish I had a notepad and pen in here. It's because when, you, when you're in the shower, you're really, really relaxed. Or that feeling where you're just about to fall asleep and you have a great idea for something. It's because you're really, really relaxed. And so a couple of years ago, I decided to add relaxation. <laughs> this is going to sound really ironic. Schedule time for relaxation and downtime into my calendar. For that reason, I realized that when I took a proper break, when I had time to truly relax, a lot of my best ideas would come forward and also creative solutions to problems would present themselves to me as if they came out of nowhere. But where they're actually coming from was me, from my knowledge, from my experience and my skills. They were popping through with ease and flow because I was taking the time to rest and I wasn't in a constant state of work, 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 anxiety, anxiety, stress, stress, stress. And so one of the things I say to my private clients now is do you control your calendar or does your calendar control you? Because most small business owners and entrepreneurs that I work with, they start their own business so they can have more freedom, right? And then they find themselves working more late nights than ever before. They're tapping away on their laptops at midnight while their families asleep around them. They're working till early hours in the morning trying to solve a little tech problem instead of wanting to outsource it. They're just trying to wear all the hats and trying to do it all at the expense of their own well-being. And I can't blame them because when you're... When you first start your business, I mean, I did it too, I think. Yeah, I did it too. I felt like I had to be the one to do everything because nobody was going to care about my business like me. Or I was the one that had to do everything because I didn't think I could afford to outsource. Or I was the one that did everything because I thought if I didn't do something, what if that was the one thing that was going to explode my business and I chose not to do it and then it just failed as a result. Fear of missing out. FOMO for that one but if you don't set boundaries around your time as a business owner you're always going to feel overworked on call and burnt out trying to get everything done and make everyone happy so I decided to learn how to change my relationship with time and I decided I never wanted to feel busy or overworked again has it been perfect the last couple of years no has it been easier as time went on? Yes. Does it continue to get easier, especially when I remind myself to build downtime into my calendar and a couple of the other hacks that I'm going to share with you in a second? Yes. It gets easier and easier and easier. So some simple tips <clears throat> that I'm going to share with you today that I think will help you if you're feeling a little bit overworked and overwhelmed. I have five things that I like to prioritize that I think we should all try and include if we want to have a bit more freedom in our lives. And yeah, I think I'm just going to list them for you. So grab a pen and paper if you're listening. The first one is to stop multitasking. I think we've talked about this briefly on the podcast before, but if you're trying to do a number of things at once, it's very difficult to get them all finished at the level of quality you're hoping for. It's very hard to focus on one thing when you're distracted by another. It's very hard to know or get into that state of flow when you're working, when you're jumping from one thing to another. So if you're feeling overwhelmed with work, 
as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a creator, as a side hustler, however you're doing it, if you're feeling overwhelmed, take a little look at how you're working and and look at whether or not you're trying to do a few things at once because multitasking, it's the easiest way to put the brakes on your momentum. Now, if you are multitasking because you think, well, I've got deadlines that I have to meet, I really have to get this done by this date, that's okay. It's totally understandable. But have a look at those things and choose the most urgent and important out of those, the most urgent and important right now. If you could only do just one, which one would it be? And start with that one. And I I promise you, when you focus on that and you put the distractions away and put the other tasks away, when you delay your deadline for those tasks, let your clients know, It's going to be an extra 24 hours. If you think of any way to add a buffer so that you can focus on that first most urgent and important task instead, you're going to get that number one task done in so much less time than you expect it to take. And then number two becomes the most important and urgent and you can work on that. And then number three becomes the most urgent and important and you can work on that. And pretty soon you're going to find that not everything actually feels that urgent and important anymore. And it's going to be easier to focus on one thing at a time. And it's going to be easier to say no to things because you're used to just saying yes to one thing at a time. The second focus I like to include if I'm looking to feel less overwhelmed at work is the concept of if it's not in my calendar, it's not on my to-do list. A little while ago, I decided I was going to get rid of the to-do list concept in my business and just calendar all of my to-dos. And so if I had a podcast interview to prep for, that wasn't going on a to-do list anymore. It was going in my calendar as a half-hour block at some point that week, and that was the time I was going to get that done. If I had a podcast interview, that would be booked in for a time slot. If I was going to be content repurposing, that had a time slot. If I was doing project work for a client, that had a time slot. And what I decided to do was build in a buffer around that time slot. So if I thought it was going to take me 15 minutes to do that interview prep, I put half an hour in my calendar. If I thought it was going to take me an hour to do client project work, I put two hours in my calendar because then if I didn't take that full time, it was like a fun little reward, extra downtime at the end of it. But I often found that I would underestimate the time it would take me to do a task and I was grateful for the buffer that I had built in my calendar. I think that's why that works so well for me is that that double reward, that double benefit. That feeling of I have more time than I thought I was going to have and then the beauty of I finished faster than my calendar says I would finish. So that buffer time is bonus time. It's white space. It's breathing room. It's TikTok scrolling time if I want to scroll on TikTok. It's time to go for a walk around the block if I want to do that. It's read a couple of chapters of the latest James Patterson book that I'm obsessed with. It's bonus time. It's reward time. So yeah, if it's not on your calendar, it's not on your to-do list. Take a minute this week. Take a look at your digital calendar. I just use a Google Calendar because Google Calendar syncs with the rest of my systems. Go in there, take a look at your existing to-do list and block time in your calendar to get get those tasks done. You might be surprised at how filled up your calendar is as a result and that might make it easy for you to say, 
no to other things that are going to take up so much time that you'd be working more than full-time hours. Give it a try. Let me know how you go. The next one I want to talk about is the concept of boundaries being for you, not for other people. This is a really juicy one. The first time I came across this concept, I think it was on TikTok. I can't remember exactly, but I feel like I came across it on TikTok. And it was just somebody on a short form video saying, you know, boundaries don't work when you are try and set them for other people. Boundaries work when you set them for yourself. So instead of saying, for example, you can't talk to me that way, the boundary should really be when you talk to me that way, I do this. I end the phone call. I walk away. I change the subject. I make a mental note not to start a conversation with you again. That's a boundary that you can control. And you can do that with your business as well. If you're feeling overwhelmed at how many emails are popping into your email inbox and maybe you're getting a lot of, say, emails from a particular customer or a particular client and you're trying to set a boundary around that and you want to say to them, you can only email me once a day, that's not going to happen. That's not going to work. Or you can't say to your clients and customers, you can only email me between nine and five on Monday to Friday because they're going to email you whenever they think to email you, whenever they have the thought, whenever they have the idea, that's when they're going to send it to you. But what you can do is set your own boundary about what you do with your email and you can decide, I'm only going to check email between nine and 9.30 first thing every morning. And then I'll check email between 2 and 2.30 every afternoon. And that's when I'll respond to the urgent and important emails. And the rest will get filed or calendared if they need actioning. So the boundary is for you and your behavior around the thing that's stressing you out, not for the people who you feel are responsible for the thing that's stressing you out. Oh, I've mentioned this already. The next point on my list is check your email twice a day max. (laughs) This was a game changer in my business. I used to have my email notifications on and my volume up and every time I got an email, I got a ding, 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 all morning long. And guess how that made me feel? With each ding, a little pump of adrenaline, (laughs) a little whiff of anxiety little FOMO creeping in. I better go check that just in case it's urgent. I better go check that. So I was checking my email constantly and my productivity bottomed out as a result. And so that's when I decided to change things and think to myself, okay, I'm going to check email maybe just twice a day. I'll check it in the morning. That way, anything that needs to be done that day, I'm aware of it. And I'll check it in the early afternoon That way, if there's any last minute thing that absolutely is a world ender, if it doesn't get done, I've got time to do it. And outside of that, anything that I can't do straight away gets put into the calendar. And my my workday is so much smoother now because I'm not constantly interrupted by dings. I turned off those notifications. I turned my volume down and it's made a really, really big difference. And it's interesting because that's a boundary I set for myself, but actually that one kind of flowed through to other people. They realized that I was responding to emails at those times of day. So they started emailing closer to those times of day. Not everybody, but a lot of people. And things feel smoother just by setting myself that little boundary. Check your email twice a day, max. The next thing I've done 
is to put aside one day each week to work on my business, not in my business, and to do it from a different location to my usual workspace. Now, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you might know I do a lot of my work from bed, (laughs) a lot of my work on my laptop from my bed because it's my coziest place in my home. I also do a lot of work from my dining room table. And if you've watched any of my podcast interviews, you'll see I have like a brown and green painting behind me. That's my dining room table. I do a lot of work from there. And I find those two places very productive. But when I'm working on things for my own business, and whether that might be product creation or planning or um, presentations for summits, that sort of thing, things that are going to grow my business for me, that's when I like to work in a different location because for some reason that change in the environment kind of kicks into gear a bit more of my creative juices flowing or whatever the saying is. (laughs) So for me, that might be a beautiful co-working space. It might be outside in a park and I just take my laptop with me and tap along on that. It might be the local library. Ours is actually very comfortable, has a lot of comfy chairs and a lot of space. It might be a cafe that I really enjoy working in. There's a number of different ideas on where you can work. It could be a, it could be with a friend in a location that they're working at. We could co-work together. But changing the environment and going somewhere else, it's like that's a little mental shift that takes me out of service work, serving other people, and puts me into CEO mindset and working on my own business. So that different location and that dedicated time one day each week has made a really big difference. And I'm really happy with it. So those are my five simple tips on how to find a little more freedom and control my calendar instead of my calendar controlling me. And I hope that you found that a little bit helpful. I know it certainly made a big difference to me. I look back at how my businesses have changed over the years. And I don't know if you know my story, but I started my first business beautifully organized in 2011-ish. <laughs> Could be 2012. And I burnt out fast. I, I burned out within a few months because that business was where I would go in person, home to home, to other other mums' homes. I had toddlers at the time. I would go to other mums' homes and I would help them set up their home so it would run smoothly with young children at home. So here's how to set up your kitchen so that you can cook easily when it's witching hour and the kids are cranky and hungry. Here's how to set up your bathroom so that when it's bath time with the kids, you can grab what you need easily, use it, put it back away easily. Your bathroom still looks generally quite tidy, but you've been able to keep an eye on the kids the whole time and it's been smooth. That sort of thing. Actually, beautifully organized now that I think about it was my second business. I I also had a costume hire shop in the late 90s or early 2000s and I keep forgetting about that, but that's another story for another time. Anyway, I left my corporate career and I started Beautifully Organized because I wanted more freedom and more flexibility and I wanted to be able to spend more time at home with my toddlers. And so, yeah, my business model was one-on-one, go to other people's homes, help organize it, come home after that. So it was really, really ironic because I ended up working full-time hours away from the kids again anyway, which is what I left corporate for, more freedom. Nope, didn't get it. Um, And after you spend hours setting up somebody else's home and organizing it, 
you're physically tired. So I would come home. My house would be a mess. I'd be too tired to play with my own kids because I would be physically exhausted. So yeah, a couple of months into that, I I burnt out. And then was it mid-2012-ish? I'd have to have a look at the calendar. But there was a point a few months later where I decided to pivot and offer online courses and and online consults. And I would share my organizing tips and my lifestyle hacks that way. It would be on video, in a video course, or it would be, uh, I think back then it was a phone call instead of a face-to-face video call. But it was it was from my own space. So I didn't have to go anywhere to do it. And yeah, when I decided to do that, everything changed. And now it's 2023 and I run two businesses, Beautifully Organized is still going. It's 90% on autopilot now because it's all passive products and affiliate offers. And then we have this, this little guy, the Simpler Business Podcast and the consulting that goes with it. And I have a limited number of private clients and a handful of passive courses and affiliate offers and hundreds of students in the passive courses now. And it's really taken off. And I only like to work a couple of hours each day. I like to go to the movies once a week in gold class while everybody else is at work and school. I like to have a lot of downtime to chill out at home with my family or read a book or watch TV shows, do puzzles. And I'm unapologetic about wanting and taking that time for myself. I think we should all have the opportunity to do something that we enjoy on our own terms. We should all have the flexibility to adjust our schedule to suit our lifestyle. And we can. We can do good and help people and make amazing money and have plenty of time for fun and rest once we take the time to get clear on exactly what balance means for us personally Once we take the time to define a simple business model for us that doesn't rely on us working and getting paid per hour in person. And once we take a little bit of time to discover what our time and energy drainers are personally and how we can clear those. And if you've been so busy working in your business that you haven't had time to think about those three things yet, or you're not sure how to do it, now is the perfect opportunity. I'm starting a little mini mind. It's like a mastermind, but it's a mini, just a little intimate group, a little mini mind called Ease and Flow. And it's now open for enrollment and early bird spots are available, $200 off the regular price for the next few days. And we're going to cover in this mini mind how you can take control of your calendar, how you can manage your workload without feeling buried by it, and how you can set up your business and your life so that you have time for the fun stuff without sacrificing your income. If that sounds good to you, if that sounds like something that you are looking for right now and you'd like to know more, I'm going to leave a little link in the show notes to my Instagram. You can send me a DM and I'll give you all the details and the early bird link to register. We're aiming to start in less than two weeks. So let me know as soon as you hear this episode, if it does sound like something that you want to do. 
And I'm very keen to hear what you would do with your extra time once you have a bit more flexibility, once you have more freedom as a business owner, once you are in control of your calendar instead of it controlling you. I am so excited to help you out with ideas and support and actions to get you there so that you have more time for the fun stuff and the rest and relaxing and the things that you really, really enjoy. So yeah, I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, come and let me know. You can DM me on Insta or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm always keen to know your thoughts. If you're going to be joining me for Ease and Flow for the Mini Mind, please let me know as soon as possible. I'll give you all the details and I will see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Simpler Business Podcast. If you did, please subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to make it nice and easy for you, just the way we like it. If you're ready to simplify and scale your business, you can get started with my free audio class at marissaroberts.com. See you next time.